Hey friends, we are all able-bodied cisgendered white women. Not you, us. We know our background and experiences only cover a percentage of those around us, which is why we want to supplement this with guest speakers, research, and you. If you have opinions and experiences you'd like to share, we would love to hear it. If, however, you just want to spew hate at us, then we can't stop you. But instead, we invite you to suck our collective clitorises, hater. This podcast also contains mature sexual themes and swearing. No, clitoris isn't a swear word. <laughs> that was so dumb. The point, you missed the point. You're well, on air. Okay, I'm trying to do a clean open. It's getting real messy. Right, this is so messy. Okay. Welcome to Throbbing Members Only. I'm Lucy. I'm Sissel. I'm Maisie. I'm Gina. I'm Kelly. Hannah here. And Lucy is here in person. In person! Woo! Live and in room. I can touch her. I'm touching her. Touch her all the time. Touch her. You can't see it, but I feel it. I didn't consent. I didn't consent. Oh, sorry. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) That is how you do it, gentlemen. That's how you do it. And ladies. And you yell, I did not consent if someone touches you inappropriately. Actually, ask first. Well, sometimes. Well, well, but if they don't ask first, you mostly ask yeah. first. Yeah. This is a bigger conversation. This everyone. is not the topic. This is not. Oh my god. Consent is always relevant. Mm-hmm. Consent so, is sexy. Yeah. It is. So, Lucy, what are we talking about today besides consent? Besides consent, consent is always relevant. Mm-hmm. But myself, I just got out of a uh, year or so long relationship, and I've been kind of going through the trials and tribulations of someone newly out of a relationship, mm-hmm. making, like, Stephen mistakes and, you know, of the sort. And I've... <laughs> just a long... Just, like, fill in there with your memories. Um, um, Can we discuss... Yeah, are we going to talk about the big one? <laughs> but, but, well, it's so exciting. It's such a well, good... Well, does it count as a mistake? No, it's not no, a mistake. That was not really what I was thinking of. It's a fantastic but, story. Yeah. We have to mention it at some point. I know. Uh, like, this is on my, like side note if we ever release this like i don't really want my ex to know about that yeah Um, tell them not to listen yeah don't listen um but cut that out (laughs) (laughs) so that's the only reason i wouldn't tell it because i feel like it's a little sensitive Mm -hmm. i'm still feeling comfortable about it anyway but so i've just been thinking about like the differences of being in a relationship being single but also like what it's like to come out of a relationship and like readjusting to being single and like how like even if you like being single like i like being single personally but when you first get out of a relationship, there's kind of like this weird couple month, week, whatever period where you're like, I don't, how do you do this? Like, how do you interact with people you might be attracted to again? Like, mm-hmm. how do you not interact with people you might be attracted to? What are the right people to do that with? What are the wrong people to do that with? <laughs> Lucy has learned a lot about that. So, <laughs> anyway, yeah. open. <laughs> well, I mean, I have the opposite problem because I have very little experience with being in a relationship and I feel like whenever I get close to one, I'm always like, this is weird. Do I have to like check in with you all the time now? Like, like yeah. what do you want? <laughs> I agree. I, it's, it's, I have, yeah, I've never actually been in a relationship and it's so weird. It doesn't count. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, like flings are different than like yeah. longer term mm-hmm. Like actual things. Yeah. Like maybe um, more. And it's, yeah, I get uncomfortable and I'm like, wait, so what are we supposed to do? So are we together? Like, what? Yeah. what? yeah, I like that. Um, Was it meme or something? It's like, what would you even do with a boyfriend? How often do you have to feed it and water <laughs> it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't know. I will say if my, my short, my small list of experiences, when you actually want to date someone, you like really want to talk to them a lot. Yeah. 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 Like, it's like a whole different, because yeah. I feel like I might have tried to force it with a couple people in the past and been like, I guess I should text them. I guess I should do this. But like when it felt like it was a chore, that's when I knew I had to break up with them. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that's kind of happened with my ex. was like nothing of his doing, but I kind of felt like it became a chore. Mm-hmm. That was not his fault, but like I just wasn't excited to hang out with him. Like, I'd rather hang out with my friends. Like, I'm excited to see you guys. It's not a chore to text you guys. That's mm-hmm. good to hear. Oh, yes. yeah. I really hate texting you guys. Good, <laughs> we're really needed. We wouldn't we let are. you go. <laughs> codependent, as we've we're said very, before. very, very codependent. So codependent. We need you. I think, I think that's, like, an interesting point, the whole idea of your own interest. Because, so, the relationships that I've 
gotten out of have usually been on the way out or like I already knew they were going to be over, like there was a timeline on them. So like when I was coming out of those relationships, it was never, I think it was harder with my first boyfriend because even though I knew it was over, I still like missed what we were. But the second guy I broke up with, we, I was so happy to never talk to him again. Because I, you know, spent like two months like dreading breaking up with him because I just like didn't want to do it. Not because I didn't want to break up with him, but because I didn't want to have to actually like go through the motions of breaking up with him. That was college. Yes, that was college. So that was, that was like a really easy, like, oh, thank God I'm single again. This was super stressful. Yeah, I miss sex, but like I'm fine. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was going to say something and then I forgot what it was. So carry on. <laughs> Keep that in. I guess, uh, for, cool. so I've only had one relationship and that was in college. And it was one, like, I definitely waited too long to break up with a person. It was kind of similar. Like, there was nothing that there was anything wrong with them or anything wrong with me. It was just, like, don't want to do it, but also, like, don't want to hang out with them. And I would just, like, basically get this resentment because I didn't want to be with them. But I mm -hmm. also, like, wasn't brave enough to just, like break it off when I should have and then I just like <laughs> just yep. this it was really mean because I was like I don't want to hang out with you but I don't want to break up with you so I'm just gonna like be passive aggressive yeah <laughs> god there is like truly nothing worse than being broken up with or breaking up with somebody like both both equally suck, suck. yeah I felt like so and good like, after though yeah same, same. Yeah. I literally went on like a happy shopping spree at the bougie grocery store near my house and like called my best friend and was like yeah. oh my god I finally broke up with him this is amazing I'm just gonna like buy goldfish and Ritz Bits peanut butter crackers cause like I am happy <laughs> yeah I think I, I think we might have even like given each other a hug afterwards I don't remember but it's like I just like felt you know like a weight was lifted I felt so good about it um and stuff like I still like even now I still like feel bad for like being such a bitch mm -hmm. but i mean we broke up eventually so yeah. it's fine it was college we boned it's not like a good we boned like, hard excuse <laughs> but yeah i broke up with him and then we boned oh yeah. that's nice wow. it was we, great we did not but that's okay because i didn't i didn't need that <laughs> <laughs> i mean i Yes, it was a weight off because it was really like a stressful period, but I also drank a lot like around the time when I actually did go through like my really like my one breakup that I actually like think about as my actual the closest thing to a serious relationship I've had. Mm -hmm. Um and yeah. Uh, Kelly came over one time when I was watching a TV show around this period and I was just bawling on my couch. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, cause the show Fleabag, uh, had, oh, <laughs> so I was very upsetting yeah. like episode and then you just kind of lost it. I just it. lost it and then drank a lot and I think I won an argument and then I felt better, but like it took, That'll a, do it. <laughs> it took a, it took a bit. Um, but the, the weight is still off. Like even if it sucks, there is still something nice about ending something. Cause when you are in a place to end something, the end is calling you and you have to reach out and grab it. Even though like all of the things around it can also really be shitty. Yeah. yeah the hard thing like, is I found in my more recent relationships, it's like knowing when it's time to end it or knowing when it's like just a blip of like, yeah. you know, a That's period hard. Of relationship. Yeah. So it's hard to be like, what I had a problem with was like, am I just having like a period of time where I'm just feeling ambivalent? or like do I need to break up with this person so it was like it was scary to make that choice I'm like do I want to lose somebody over something that might be temporary yeah, yeah I see um, that so it's really when you really and like, I really cared about this person I did nothing wrong like there wasn't something I could point to be like this is why we're breaking up there was mm -hmm. just like that's what's even worse I couldn't really like tell him why I wanted to break up yeah it just felt done what was that? <laughs> Neighbor stuff happening. How Don't worry. They get in here. They found <laughs> us. Well, I wanted to ask Gina. So, would you say yeah. that near the end of your relationship, did it get to be a chore doing things? <sighs> That's not the word I would use. It just um, was hard. Uh, it chore. It, chore, I think, implies like routine and boredom, and this wasn't routine and boredom. This was. Uh, him going through a lot of shit, me going through a lot of shit, going through shit separately. Mm, and it was just yeah. like, this is, we're not, we're, we've been done for a while. Um, so the chore thing is not quite what I went through, but that, I mean, 
I think that makes sense. I mean, it's just yeah. happened not to be my scenario. The scenario was just unpleasant. And yeah, I think I like I, I was worse off than I like admitted to myself for a while. Mm. And then once I was, it, it took a bit when I was good being single. Cause like I'm more natural in my single state. Like that's more <laughs> who I am as a person. Yeah. As I mean, as just I, like experience yeah. and longevity, like yeah. what you were in most of your life. Absolutely. So it's easier to fall back into it. <laughs> it's easier to fall back into it. And then, so when you sort of get over the feelings, what I ended up missing was sex. Like I missed having yeah. a regular sex life more than I, like I expected that, but it was much worse than I expected also. So, yeah. And I, I mean, I had sex pretty quickly after we were officially done, but we took a while to be officially done. So it would, mm-hmm. it had been a couple months and I know like I've been through much longer than a couple months. It's fine. But yeah, that ended up being the thing that I really ended up missing fastest. Mm-hmm. And then the missing of somebody to help me, like to drive me home on a bad day. Mm. that honestly i got over that like yeah yeah because it's like something i got used to but i didn't need it Mm -hmm. that it's so interesting to hear you say that because i was just listening to you talk about that you miss sex the most yeah and i don't remember what your love language is but i was like mine is quality time and i always like that's what i miss i think yeah Yeah, i think i miss kind of the same i miss quality time like i missed and i think i found myself afterwards like reaching out to people who i like just want to automatically to give that to you but it's like doesn't obviously doesn't work out mm-hmm. and like you're like i want that again but you're like you can't just expect it to happen yeah randomly exactly and my love languages are acts of service is my top one but then mm. like so yeah like mm-hmm. the ride home <laughs> if you know no, what I mean. <laughs> it, no qual- uh, physical physical touch is like second so it can but the acts of service was more like the driving so somebody yeah. driving you home type thing yeah I, I think that's interesting that you said, too, the whole idea of, like, it wasn't the boredom or the, like, routine that ended the relationship. Because I remember the reason my first relationship ended was not because, like, I felt like I was being complacent, but I felt like he had become – he started thinking of me less as a relationship partner and more of, like, a friend within a larger group, and we all happened uh, to, like, hang out. Because the thing that started happening – I mean, it – it, it started when we traveled together for two weeks where we sort of drifted during that period where, like, theoretically we should have gotten closer together. We're literally hanging out 24 hours a day, sleeping together, mm-hmm. all the things. But it just wasn't – it wasn't there. And, like, we didn't have sex basically the whole time we were there. And I remember we, like, got back from traveling and we would go to trivia nights. And I would drive there by myself. And he would come with the group of friends and then he would leave with the group of friends and I like yeah. wouldn't see him at all. And it was super, super weird. And so I was like, this is not fair to me that you're treating me like I'm not important. So I think like he was probably on the side of the relationship that you were on with the last one where, referring to Lucy, where he probably felt like he was in a rut in a routine and that, you know, he was just going through the motions of being with me. And I was really uncomfortable with that. That made me feel really insecure. And I've noticed this, like, in my current relationship, even whenever whenever I feel like I am losing any sort of ground or, not ground exactly, but, like, whenever I feel like maybe they're taking me for granted, my immediate go-to is, like, maybe we shouldn't be together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I was just going to say that that was, like, the position I was in. I was just, like, I don't want – he doesn't deserve – for someone to be like ambivalent, you know, kind of like feeling like all like left. I just like didn't feel what I used to feel because I was like, it wasn't always like that. There were some really, really great times, but I just like got to a period where I was like, I just don't feel the same way as I used to feel. And you don't deserve that. And I don't deserve that. Yeah. That's kind of a weird thing when you really care about someone and you're like, you deserve for someone to really like you. And I don't really like you right now. (laughs) It's weird. Breakups are strange. They are. And then, like, the getting used to being single seems to happen in stages. Like, it's Mm, different parts that you get used to again first. And then... Because there are things that suck about relationships. I hate texting people about their day. unless, Unless I really like them. But that is also... Like, I mean, I really like you guys, and you just tell me about your day. Like, I there's don't want to... No, yeah. yeah. You don't... You Yeah, there's no how was your day routine, but when you're only two of you, it's like you... It, it 
it's a it's a thing that was imposed on us by a generation that was dumb, and I don't <laughs> like that we have to continue it now via text message. I don't know if that makes sense. It's like um, yeah. it's like when parents ask, "What did you learn in school today?" or "How was your day?" and like as a teenager, yeah. you hate that yeah, question. Yeah. Nothing. It's like too formulaic or something. That's the thing. Yeah. It's like, and especially now that I'm in customer service for forty hours a week. Um, like, you know, you say, oh, hi, how are you? You know, whatever. Like, that's like the spiel you give. How your are customer. you today? Can yeah. I have your owner number? Yeah. <laughs> um, and so, there, and so some people are like, good, how are you doing? I'm like, I'm always going to say, good. Like, yeah, I'm never going to yeah. say, I'm actually having a shit day. Thanks for asking. <laughs> I've actually started doing that at work. Like, no, no lie. I'm like, if people ask me how I am, I'm usually not completely honest. But if I'm like not having a good day, I'll be like, eh, it's all right. It I, could be better. <laughs> my, my classic response, but I'm in law school. It's hanging on by a thread. <laughs> how are you doing? Hanging on by a thread. How are you? <laughs> a very, very thin thread. Yeah. <laughs> There's like a tweet I saw recently that was like, if white people say, you know, in the response to how's it going, say it's going, that means like I'm dying inside. It's <laughs> <laughs> so true. That's so fucking yeah. true. The number of conversations I've had at work with a coworker where I'm like, how are you doing today? And they're like, it's going. Yeah, that means they want to die. Yeah. <laughs> they could go home and sleep now. Yep. Yeah. Couldn't we all? But yeah, I always had have problems with texting people back. I don't know why, because like we have a group chat and that's very non stressful to me because mm-hmm. I can look. And I can respond if I want to, if I feel like I have something to say. Yeah. Or I cannot, and I can be creepy, which is what I usually do. Yep. <laughs> but, but with texting, you have to text people back. And mm-hmm. it's like this back and forth thing where it's like, oh, like, should I, does this text need a response? Can I just leave this here? Because I, like, don't want right. to be social right mm-hmm. now, you know. I'm like, I want to give this a one-word response. I'm not necessarily feeling passive-aggressive, but that's how it's going to come off. Do I have to, like, put more effort in? I have nothing else to say. Like, it's just awkward. Emojis! Yeah. All the emojis! Yeah. The amount of <clears throat> exclamation points I use at work just so I like, oh, yeah. don't sound like an asshole, even though I'm not really saying anything. Yeah. That would make me an asshole. But I'm like... <laughs> okay, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. Yep. Yeah. I even did that in, like, some Facebook groups I'm in, like, for different things. I was, like, responding to something and used a million exclamation points. I was like, why did I do that? That's, like, I not know. necessary, and I don't sound like that in real life. No. Yeah. It's true. I, you just feel like you have to add exclamation points and emojis to, like, sound like you're not a dick. Yeah. I'm yeah. excited yeah. The thing on the internet. Is I think in that sort of communication you do, because there's no... Like there's, there's no, no body language there's no tone there's no facial expression it's just yeah. like words and it's so easy for people to take them at face value which is like sort of monotone and dismissive yeah. mm-hmm. and so like I agree it sucks that you have to do it mm-hmm. but I think you still have to <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean I'll, I'll continue to do it even but even sometimes with work with some people and they're messaging me I'm like I can tell you think I'm an idiot for something or like you're being passive aggressive about something. Yeah. Even if you use the exclamation points and emojis. Well, like bringing this back to relationships, it's like the fact that, I mean, I usually date people. I don't know. I usually date people. I don't know first. Cause I don't like hang out. Like, the dudes I would... Friendcest like, is inappropriate. Friendcest is um, an issue. And also, like, all my, like, dude friends now uh, and lesbian friends are all in law school, so that's not happening. Uh, law, no, don't I'm do that. I'm busy. I'm busy. And also, law students, comp- like, the competition, yeah. it would just be yeah. bad. Um, Unless you're, like, weird. different years or something. Y- y- even me, then. It- even then, because you have some classes together. But uh, oh, the... Yeah. Um, but the... So, because we date people we don't know... We have to do the kind of work that you would have to do in a work email when you're messaging this person because yeah. there's a stranger to you. And then you like and then so you're doing all this like, you know, fake uh, uh, making sure that you sound like the person you want this person you're attracted to to sound like. And it's, it's that's exhausting. It's exhausting. And it's why. Why? why? It's why. It's why. It's no. It's why. Like the person I'm seeing now, I only text him when I want to meet up and fuck him. Like that's and I, I really like that about it. That's a good setup, though. It is a good setup. It's like there's no pretense, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but then you do have to like. At least for me, like I would have to get to a point where I'm like very comfortable with that. Although actually, I don't know if I'd have a setup like that. But anyway, just like talking to people and like trying to gauge that they're not serial killers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> don't you have to say do that work first. Yeah. It's, yeah, more say, work you have to it's do. a lot of work and I don't trust anybody. Yeah. yeah. That kind of brings me to like another point that's like fresh out of a relationship and knowing how to act is like 
relearning how to walk or something. It's just like, wait, I haven't used these muscles in such a long time. Especially coming out of like a long-term serious relationship. Well, and it's also like, what, what do you want your next steps to be? Like I have a coworker who just moved from one or another city or offices into this one. And then she broke up with her boyfriend. Um, and is now like kind of like already on the apps, like going on dates and stuff, but like not everyone wants to do that. I love that she's doing that because I like to just like judge everyone that she's matching with and we can just like, <laughs> yeah. you know, shoot the shit and like go on all like Hinge and Tinder and all these things and like. Hinge is still around? Oh, I think it's oh, getting more popular. It's mostly in yeah. California and stuff. That's the friend of friend one, right? Oh, yeah. that's why I never wanted to do it. Okay. Yeah, yeah it's getting a lot more friend popular. Says. I do like the like the setup of Hinge, like looking at it yeah, better than the other. Movies. Yeah. Um. So I like it. I like that she's doing it because... I don't want to be on the apps myself, yeah. but I want to see yep. what's out there. Like, oh, Entertainment that's, that's nice. value. Yeah, it is exciting. Yeah, I was thinking, somebody said something earlier about, like, the coming back after a relationship is, like, in stages. And I remember, like, my immediate thought when you said that, I think it was Gina, yeah. was, like, it's almost like coming back into myself, if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like, there's the stage where I'm just kind of, like, sad and mopey and, like, things are kind of lame. And then there was the stage where I was, like oh, right, I have, like, other things that aren't him in my life. And then there's the stage where I'm like, shit, I'm so horny. Which is, like, completely unrelated to the breakup because of my natural horniness. Like, my horniness is affected by the breakup and that I'm not that horny. And then I go back to what I consider my natural state, which is aggressively, unrequitedly wanting to fuck everyone. Yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Cecil and Gina, I think you're pretty similar in those. I think, like, some of us, like, I didn't care about that when I broke yeah. up with my boyfriend. I was like, whatever, I have a vibrator, it's fine. Yeah, exactly. I stare at everyone. <laughs> I get, like, frustrated. I mean, like, if you don't have sex for all, you get, like, sexually frustrated every mm-hmm. once in a while. But then it, like, it kind of comes in waves. Never pretty low libido, which yeah. I yeah, guess I is nice. It's, it's nice. It's really nice. <laughs> I don't like, I, like, the vibrator. I miss, I miss human touch, don't get me wrong. But, like, it's not enough. <laughs> For those of you listening at home, uh, Hannah just pet Lucy in a suggestive manner. I didn't, it. It was, I didn't she, touch her. I, she, I did not consent. It was a phantom touch. It was a phantom touch. It was like when you're in the car with your sibling. Yeah, I'm not touching you. Exactly. <laughs> but your fingers are like a half inch from their face. I'm not touching you. So beautiful. Yeah. By the way, so going back to the the texting thing, I would just like to say, and this is, I think, an unpopular opinion. I really do not like receiving good morning and good night texts. I understand why people like them. And it's nice if you're like, okay, I want to be done talking to you now. Good night. (laughs) But I just, I don't like having to text all the time. Thoughts. I've never been See, in a relationship where so, I've done that. <laughs> bring that up too. The only good night, good morning texts I ever get are from Hannah. Oh, okay, that's cute. I'm needy. Well, I'm like, I mean, I reciprocate, obviously. <laughs> but, like, that has never felt weird. But the. What? I mean, I think if you're really good friends, but like I'm like if but, someone you're just getting into a relationship yeah, with, that's weird. I don't that think I'd pushy. ever do that with yeah, like a, that's pushy. Uh, with a relationship. I'd do it with Maisie because it feels so natural. Know, yeah. it does. But just like I wouldn't. It is because we, natural say, we, cause for we you just guys. say dumb shit on each other. That's <laughs> all we do. <laughs> like literally nothing of substance. It's just like literally. It's um. It's like good. I usually say good night, and I say it's sweet dreams, yep. and I try to make it an alliteration. Yep. Like you're a lot better at it than I am. I just give up after I like can't think. Of words. <laughs> that's I spend adorable. a lot of time thinking about this, <laughs> and sometimes. I like spend a lot of time and then give up. Aww, sweet <laughs> that's numbers. like actually fucking adorable. Yeah. Okay, yeah, you, we can do it in the group if you want. <laughs> you guys are really relationship goals. <laughs> no. I have to say. Yeah. So contrary, contrary opinion to 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 the to Kelly one. Yes, I think that you are correct, and that Maisie and Hannah are relationship goals. And if you're really in a good relationship that's what texting should be like that's true i will amend that i was gonna because, say yeah. like i i don't like that normally but i've been in relationships where i do like it especially when you're first getting to know each other it's kind of like a good morning like what are we gonna chat about like but it's not like pushy it's not like you have to respond every five seconds like that's yeah. what i've always experienced and like it kind of comes and goes it's not like I religious just, i don't like waking up to the fact that i have to interact with people <laughs> <laughs> i mean fair i love I don't, that about I, you as long as <laughs> i don't you. see them in the flash i'm okay yeah but like I, but like all those messages we send over the group chat but i just want you to respond to them when you wake I up in the morning attention. i know <laughs> I do. Like, you guys are enough of a burden. <laughs> yeah, right. We are a lot. But I think, like Lucy, what you said, um, 
that actually that really does make sense because when you're like even if you're just like messaging somebody from an app it's like lets them know that like not just late at night but like in the morning they're thinking about you so they're, they're like showing some interest but yeah i think like every morning every night like Maisie and i don't do it every night yeah. and every morning yeah i just remember in the beginning but, of my last relationship there were a lot of like hey good morning like what are you up to today like yeah but nothing like and again we would like text a little bit for a bit but it wouldn't be like constant texting all day all night or whatever mm-hmm. but there's like a little sweet things to be like we're in being a relationship i'm thinking of you i want to have a short conversation if i didn't see you today yeah because uh, again being adults i don't like the people i've dated i don't see every day right <laughs> so like i get like a way to keep in contact especially in the beginning of a relationship when you're just getting to know each other as um Gina said, like, I don't usually date people I know anymore, like, through other people in friend groups. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. I just don't get to that stage very often, such at all. That's our problem. (laughs) Yeah. Fix your shit. Or not, because it's your life and you don't have to do anything I say. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to. It's hard. It's hard. That's why we're all... I will, as a... Mother wisdom over here. I promise hey, you, it's not hard when you actually like them. See, that's yeah. the trouble. That's I, the problem. Don't yeah, we don't like anybody. Ever liked anyone. Well, that's the thing. Is that I it. think that's like that's like a thing. Like, if you don't want to put in the effort, you probably don't want to put in the effort to actually get to know them. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. the thing. Is that it happens so rarely to me that I actually really want to talk to someone. It's happened oh, like I mean, it happens pretty rarely to me as well. Yeah, it's happened like twice or three times in my life, and I'm getting up there in age. Three boyfriends, <laughs> yeah, that's it. So like, true. Yeah, same. Three, and the middle one didn't even count. Yeah, the middle one was only a month, but I'm counting him. He was six months, but the whole time I was planning on breaking up with him. Oh, <laughs> a woman with a plan. Mm-hmm. I think for me, it's also because, and maybe it's the same for. Um, Maisie and Kelly, like, we all live with our parents. Yeah, and, like, that's, that's, kind of that's kind of why, like, I don't really want to get back on the back on the apps. I, like, tried it out, like, last spring. Did you say ox? Apps. apps. Okay. Apps. <laughs> I said get back on the, back on the, the apps. It's the new bull. <laughs> I love the ox. Just like a little, like, chain with Tinder on it. Yeah. <laughs> the ox. Get, the get back on that horny ox. <laughs> yes. um, that's the phrase I'm going to use now. <laughs> get back Do on oxes there. have horns? Yeah. Yes, yes, they, cool. like they do. They do. I get them. Which most like, I mean, yeah. I have a Vietnamese Cinderella book just behind you that uh, details that. Most like cows and goats do. It's just that farmers um, cut off their horns because they don't want to get impaled or, or deal other. with it, or yeah, or each other. I but should know this, but I do not. It's mostly for the farmers. We don't do that at the farm sanctuary. Yeah, <laughs> only if it, somebody did have a cracked horn, a goat had a cracked horn, not a person. Mm. So we did, Guys, re- we did remove that one. <laughs> Anyway, um, I think it's because, like, I don't always want to go to somebody else's place, especially, like, a lot of people, like, live in the downtown area where, like, the more younger people are there. And it's like, I work down there, but, like, I don't want to be there after work all the time. I want to go home to my cat. Yeah. Or, like, no. be somewhere. Like, we all live near each other except for Lucy. Yeah. <laughs> but it's nice because then it's, like... 150 miles away. <laughs> yeah. But then it's a fun trip, and we can go to that antique mall. Yes, the antique mall. But it's just, like, I don't want to spend more time away from home than yeah. I do, like, yeah. everything else. And then if you're, like, not close to where I live, it's a lot. And then I don't want to spend all my time at somebody else's house, but I also don't want you to come to my house. That's the other thing, is that, like, at the same time, I really don't want you to come over and, like, <laughs> yeah. either of my parents are there. You're not yeah. invited. Please yeah. don't. There's <laughs> always a parent at my house. And I will say, like, I totally understand, because my last boyfriend, while we live in the same city, he lived a 40-minute drive away from me. Mm-hmm. and an hour and 10 minute train ride so like Whoa. even though we lived in the city together the way we just still lived like far apart yeah. but when you like when you start to really like somebody i feel like none of that really matters mm-hmm. anymore or like stops like it doesn't matter as much like you want to spend time with them like mm-hmm. that's the reason you want to date them is like all of a sudden your alone time becomes less important than like getting to know somebody else yeah but your trigger though your trigger for um needing to break up then is when you don't easier feel that to, <laughs> easier to get to yeah because yeah. if he was around the corner like you're you would have been able to wait longer to Maybe. see if you were in a blip and you probably weren't would have known sooner like, yeah knows. yeah that too but like you, you i don't know if the distance was like the thing i would say was the trigger i think it was more emotional things, no but, but because you were feeling that and then you also had to drive 40 minutes yeah to I see think it him, just i think like, it just makes it easier to make yeah. the separation is all because totally. if if 
he was like hanging around, then it would be harder. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. that. Like, I still wouldn't put it as one of my reasons. I'm sure it was a factor, but I wouldn't say it was like a reason. Yeah, yeah. for me personally, I just I didn't mind doing it like when I wanted to, but then when it became a chore, I was like. This if this feels like a chore, this like sh- isn't what I want to do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think it like, and I don't know if this is how it would have gone. But like for me at least, I don't know if I would have noticed the chore as much if it was not like, a less physical time chore. spent on it. Yeah, if less <laughs> yeah. time was spent. It on wasn't. The, it wasn't the transportation. It was the actual hanging out. Um, it wasn't um, me being right. on a bus for or whatever. It was the time hanging out. I was like, oh, I'd rather be with my roommate. I'd rather be with my cat. I'd rather be at home doing this and this and that. Like mm-hmm. that's. I, I again like I know. It, what Gina said earlier about like chore is probably not the right word because it kind of does denote like certain things that I don't necessarily agree with mm-hmm. in like the definition. Mm-hmm. But I just like realized there was other things I would rather be doing might yeah. be just a better phrase for that instead of the chore is just an easy mm-hmm. touchstone yeah. of it. I know what you mean. But I just would rather have done all these other things. And I'm like that's not fair to the person that I'm supposed to like like love as much as I love like my closest friends. You know. Yeah. Well, that's how I felt on, on dates sometimes where I just go and I'm like, this would be a lot more fun if I was doing it with my friends and not you. Yeah. <laughs> that was something I noticed a lot when I first started seeing the guy that I'm seeing because for our relationship, we're, we date other people. And for like a, a significant chunk of it, I was like, maybe I shouldn't even bother dating this guy. Maybe I should just actually try and date someone else um, and just like turn whatever this is into something casual. And I went on a fair number of dates that I spent – Basically, the entire time being like, wow, this is super boring and I don't really want to be here. And like, the only ones that were interesting were the ones that were so bad they were funny. (laughs) Yeah. You know? So it's like, obviously, there was something that happened in that first date I had with this guy where maybe some of it was like my expectations of what I wanted to happen. And maybe some of it was like us just both being in the right mood at the right time. But I think, I think there is an actual genuine thing about having a connection with someone and wanting to maintain that connection. Yes. I'm grabbing this only because I have a question directly related to this to you. <laughs> but I was going to say, like, so so when you went on the date with the person you're with now, you knew it was different than, like, all those other maybe app dates and stuff, right? Well, so that's the interesting thing. I will definitely say that the first date I had with the guy I'm with now was a great date. Like, I remember the whole time just, like, not really wanting it to end and, like, not feeling like we were really struggling. Like, there was obviously the awkwardness, but, like, Sometimes you're on a date and you're like, I literally don't know what to say next. Mm-hmm. And you're not really saying anything. And there's this awkward pause. Yep. But with the, with the guy I'm with now, like, the date was awkward, but it wasn't because we didn't know what to say to each other. It was because it was like, oh, wow, this is, like, kind of a thing. And, like, I kind of want to touch you right now, but, like, I don't know you, so it's probably weird. <laughs> and, like, I remember there were, like, a bunch of mosquitoes happening. But the reason I say I don't know is because all the other dates were mostly after mm-hmm. the fact. Um, but I will say that the dates I went on before, I might've been really excited on the date, but I quickly realized I did not like those people. I guess. Yeah. My main point was just like, there usually is a difference when you somehow get that connection. And so like whenever I hear people like, Oh, I just don't have any good luck. And I'm just like, you will find that person if you want to, or if you know, it just works out in your favor. But like all these boring dates you go on aren't just meaning they're not right. I don't think it means you're undateable or like that, like you have something in you that makes you hard to date or something. I just think there is, like, when you find someone who you click with, you click with them. And whether it's, like, for six months, for a year, forever, like, you just know the difference. It's, like, a total different feeling. I, That's I, really I'm nice. Be a, oh, yeah. I really need I'm to hear a, that. I'm going to be a downer. <laughs> be a downer. I'm going to be a downer. Because I have thoughts that are related to this, too. Oh, God, I think okay. the when's not guaranteed. It's just not guaranteed. Yeah. I also just think you can't wait. You know, it's sure, like one of those things. Like, sure, but like getting out and finding people. Oh, getting out and finding people, even if you are willing to do all that, when's still not guaranteed. I mean, I think that's one way to look at it, but I also think it's like another. You, you can look at it in like any other way and be like, if I don't go out, then like, then of course a win will never happen. If I do go out, maybe a win will never happen. But like, is but there I, a difference that's between a, that's a hard call? <laughs> like, no, but is there a difference between actually trying versus like being apathetic about it yeah. and yeah. being like and if you are apathetic about it that's fine then that might just be who you are and that's mm-hmm. great but like if you're not I think you have to like think about what you want and then decide if you how you want to pursue it, it doesn't mean you'd go on apps or go on dates or like whatever but it could still mean a lot of things and I don't think looking at it as if like when might not happen is like probably not the best way to look at it mm-hmm. if yeah. you are hoping for a future yeah, partner yeah I think it's also one don't of be things. Charlotte be Samantha <laughs> um, yes. And I think it's also one of those things like explain. we're not promising you forever. No. For sure. I don't think any person you're gonna date with you, you should be like, This is the person I'm gonna marry. Yeah. 
I don't think I don't think anyone's gonna promise like a like fairy tale you know marriage and stuff. But I think everyone experiences a connection at some point. Hey, that's again. Like, that's yeah. what I'm trying to say. I'm like, if there is someone out there you're gonna feel feelings for. <laughs> right. I most likely. Like again, there's some people who are asexual who have like those kind of feelings who might maybe just you don't even need that because right. yeah, not part of their They can still have feelings. They, they just don't have, have sex with them. Yeah, that, they're no sexual feelings. I should say they don't have like well, no okay. emotions. <laughs> well, some some people are aromantic. Aromantic. Ooh. Yeah. So there are many many things, but I think at least like I mean I may be speaking mostly to this group that like I feel like most of us have romantic aspirations. Like yeah. I want to be with someone. Like I don't need someone, but like I want to be with someone. Yeah, like I nice. enjoy it, right. and I just for people, especially people who have less dating experience, I just want to be like. There, I mean, I feel like if you're if you're open to it, they're out there, mm-hmm. and there are a lot of really people who you're not going to connect with who are nice, attractive, whatever. But when you find someone who's just like the right value, you know, something right about it, like yeah. you just know. <laughs> and it's also nice to keep in mind if like you go on a date that doesn't go well, it's probably not because of you. It's probably because the other person is just like you know, <laughs> not for you, not for you. Exactly. The, the reason I say be a Charlotte or be a Samantha, not a Charlotte, is because Sex in the City, while <laughs> problematic as fuck, has like a really interesting dynamic and the fact that Charlotte's main aspiration in her dating life is to find a man to marry. And she's... Which one's Sarah Jessica Parker? None of these either. Okay, don't worry about it. That is literally all I know. (laughs) So Charlotte's literal aspiration is to find a man, to marry him, to have babies, to start a family, and like live her life. And while I think like the show obviously has problematic aspects, one of the things I love most about Charlotte is that she was trying so fucking hard to find this man that she forced herself into a relationship that she didn't really want to be in. Mm -hmm. And then she ended up ending the relationship for very good reasons and almost like fell into the lap of a very good relationship. And I'm not saying this happens to people, but what I am saying is don't be Charlotte because that life sucks. Like, yeah, she lucked into this, but like, you don't need to. I'm not done. You need to try. (laughs) Get your hand off that microphone. (laughs) Like trying is important, but like you don't have to, break yourself to try. And this is why I say be a Samantha because Samantha had goals. You know, she wanted to be successful in her career. She wanted to get laid on a regular basis, but like she didn't have a lot of expectations for longevity or specifics. It was just like, I want to experience the things I want to experience essentially. Yeah. And well, I think if you want to get married, like go for your goals, reach for them. Don't, don't be unwilling to like embrace the times that you're having currently. Like don't, kill yourself over something when you can just enjoy what you're doing. That's very true. That's all. <laughs> yeah. And close. Yeah, because there are definitely things to enjoy about being single and about being in a relationship. Oh, They're just very sure. different. Yeah, I just... I, totally. I just... I feel like maybe I've just been... I, I have... I was telling... These, these two the other night I've been reading some like modern romance novels lately <laughs> and I think there's just like this prevailing thing of people who don't who like might not be as like experienced in relationships but they have this kind like becomes like I am there's something wrong with me yeah, like not right. the uh, world mm-hmm. and like or like I'm not like I'm not doing something right and I'm just I just like it's just so hard once you figure it out like, you can figure it out whether like I mean I don't have to figure it out but like <laughs> Yeah, I'm but sorry, I just I'm I, here. No, it's no, fine. I know what you mean. Like, yeah. you shouldn't blame. Like, if there's so, it, like, yeah, if something hasn't happened, it's not necessarily. There's so many factors. There's so many factors. Like, I definitely like. There is something wrong with me in that I am not looking for it. I am not trying. Like, it is mm-hmm. not a thing that I'm caring to pursue. So, like, obviously, why I'm not in a relationship is because of me. Because yeah. I actually don't want. You're making a relationship. Yeah, and exactly. so like I know like some people because I work with like older people. Um, Hashtag fiancés. Well, there's three people who are engaged right now at work. It's yeah. fine. Um, and it's like some of them are like, "It'll happen to you," and I'm like, "Sure, I." It's really not a concern, but thank you for yeah. caring about that. I guess like whatever. Yeah. It can feel kind of weird sometimes, especially like when you know you go home, you know, for Thanksgiving coming up. Or not. I don't know when we're posting this. <laughs> it's like Thanksgiving. Three Shut up, me. Like this is posted on Valentine's Day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, 2020. Whenever it is, there's a holiday coming up. But anyway, when you like go home for the holidays and there's always like relatives who are like, so you dating anyone? Uh, and you just, it's like a re- weird feeling because you feel like you're in this like weird factory where it's like, well, the, the last oldest of you got married. So it's your turn next. It's like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. <laughs> No, and I want to be like, I mean, I think you all know this, but just for the for the listeners out there, theoretical listeners, 
I mean, like, just that feeling more than, like, obviously longevity, marriage, mm-hmm. like, all that stuff. Like, none of us, I think, are even close to thinking about no <laughs> anything that serious. But for people who, like, my, like, I'm just hearing everyone talk about, like, dates they've been on where they don't feel anything. and I'm Or, like, texts they get and they don't want them. I'm like, that... If you really like someone, it won't feel like that. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. And I, I would agree with what Maisie said, where it's like, I know that I'm not in a relationship because of me, in part, because I don't want to date someone unless I'm, like, crazy about them. Right. Exactly. I'm not going to force it. Oh, for I sure. Yeah. You shouldn't. Yeah. Exactly. And I, and I get that feeling so rarely yeah. that I just don't date a lot. <laughs> so that's fine with me. Yeah. And we, I, I think all three of us, Maisie, Kelly, and I also don't put ourselves in situation yeah. but it's also no. the same thing it's like we live with our parents we don't want to be in a relationship we want to sit in our little hovels be with our pets <laughs> with, be with our pets or our pet friends yeah. <laughs> or do pet sitting for yeah. everybody yeah. yeah I think something that it's not this is hard because like it's definitely a personal preference thing and it comes up but to be a, a dick who references sports Oh, no. You miss Ew. 100% of the shots you don't, don't take. take. Oh, yeah. That Michael um, Jordan. I, I don't know. know. It's sports. It sports goes sports. <laughs> it's a sports man. Um, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think there is an important thing in that you choosing to live the life you want to live. I think that if you're like, you know, I don't want to be in a relationship, so I'm not going to pursue it, is a more than acceptable life choice. I think the thing that not necessarily makes me nervous or like question is like, there's a point where you give up and it's Mm -hmm. not because you're choosing to not date. It's because you're like, well, this isn't going to happen for me. So I'm not going to try anymore. And because I'm not trying anymore, it's definitely not going to happen for me. And it's a self-fulfilling prophecy because I've put myself in a loop. That's when you ask your friends to set you up on a date and then you end up marrying that guy like your parents and it's all fine. Yeah. So, yeah. hey guys, let's start us oh, each other. Oh, by the way, it, by the way, I just remembered it was Wayne Gretzky. Ah, oh, Wayne Gretzky. Oh. The fact that you know that makes I me like you a little so less. <laughs> That's fair. I feel like yeah. he's a hockey player. Yes. Okay. Oh, That's I all I know. know that. I would also like <laughs> like to add to that. Sorry, Lisa. No, you're fine. Um, I've talked enough. That. <laughs> but we yeah, barely hear up. you. <laughs> True. This is your time to shine. Um, that I don't know how to say this like very well, but. I think it's also just like when people start and I'm thinking maybe only a little unfairly, but not very unfairly Mm -hmm. about like a lot of men who are like blaming everyone. Like sometimes Mm -hmm. it is you. Oh yeah. yeah. So you really have to look at yourself. You have to look at the other people, Mm -hmm. your situation and factors. Yeah. I was thinking about that too, actually. And I was like, should I say this? This is kind of sexist, but I kind of want to say it anyway. So I've noticed that I feel like, um, when, women tend to have difficulty finding people to date. Usually they kind of get introspective and they're like, this is my fault. What's wrong with me? But men, Mm -hmm. when they have trouble finding someone to date, they have much more of a tendency to be like, women are terrible. Yeah. (laughs) There are literal men who shot up women because of that. Yeah. Literally happened. Um, I will say me and my roommate complain about men sucking a lot. So we're probably just as guilty. (laughs) I mean, they're probably not listening to this podcast anyway. So I guess it doesn't matter. (laughs) But it is like, you know, think about all the factors and also think about why do you want to be in a relationship? Like, you know, we've talked a lot about, you know, when you get those texts and you're you're happy to respond to them and you're like happy to spend time with them. Um, But like, think about, are you trying to force it because you want this sort of ideal and this sort of relationship? Mm -hmm. Because I know a lot of people, like both men and women, who just kind of go from relationship to relationship. Mm -hmm. It's like, they don't have a break. So it's like, do you ever really understand who you are and what you want? Yeah. Or is it just like, you just see yourself in a relationship and that's how you always want to see yourself? I'm going to make my brother listen to this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) Which is, I mean, for somebody who's like only been in one relationship, it didn't work out because I didn't want to spend time with the person, not because they they were a really good person. It just like didn't work out. That's not what I wanted. No, it's perfect. Like what you just said, because what I was going to say before was just like, what I'm trying to say is not being like, this is what you need to do to get into a relationship. But like, this is how you should feel when you actually want to commit yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I'm the same way. Like before I did my last boyfriend, I was like single for three years, which I know like other people it's been longer, but like I only had one other serious boyfriend before that. So it's not like I'm a perpetual dater. You shouldn't date someone because you want to date someone. You should date someone when you feel those like, 
you, when, when it doesn't feel like a burden to like mm-hmm. be yeah. with them, hang out with them. Yeah. Like that, I guess that's all I'm trying to say about mm-hmm. that. I wasn't trying yeah. to be like, Oh no, 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 no. I didn't think oh, you're no, no, no. But talking about I don't that. think I But no, that but that is the thing. It's like you, you do also have to put yourself out there and that's how you also figure out like what you do want because exactly. it's so different from mm-hmm. what you've experienced with like a couple of hinge dates or Tinder dates or whatever here and there. Bumble. Bumble, Bumble, coffee meets bagel, um, match.com, uh, eHarmony. <laughs> yeah. What's that other one? Um, Christian Mingle, Farmers Only. Farmers Only. <laughs> the best um, of the apps. The, the one thing I, I'm thinking of now as we're sitting here discussing this is all of us are not perpetual relationship people. I think as far as that goes, like, Lucy probably wins if we're going to do it, but not really. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then, you a little bit. then me, and then I mean, you have more than I do, though. I mean, I go out more, but I've only really had two serious I relationships. Two. Yeah, so like it's like maybe yeah, two for two. Yeah, yeah. So you know, like most of us don't do relationships very much. Nope. It's definitely not our default. Our default is single dumb, and it would be kind of interesting if we actually we could pull my brother in, um, pulled in someone who actually did sort of serial date and sort of dice like what pushed them into that or like why they like maybe it's just a natural state even like it's not something you normally think of I normally think of them as like why are you torturing yourself like just live your life I mean (laughs) that's not something I personally understand because that's just not the way I am but I don't think there's something like wrong with people who jump from relationship to relationship sometimes people are just more comfortable being in a relationship Mm -hmm. that's what what they're used to and that's fine but that's just not my thing and there's some people like I know we've kind of talked a little bit about this who in like a genuine way, just truly want to get married and have a family and that's their goal. And that is also an okay goal to have. Mm -hmm. So when they date people, they are truly looking for a husband Mm -hmm. and like someone they can have kids with or whatever. Mm -hmm. And I know my sister has a lot of those friends and she was just telling me about it the other day. She was just like, Oh yeah, she went on like two dates with them and she's like, I want to marry him. And I was like, none of us are like that, but she just has different goals. Yeah. Yeah. And I also, I went to like a small town school and I, a lot of my friends are married now and have kids mm-hmm. like who are my college friends people who I love and respect but like they truly want to have a small town life family and that's also yeah, okay. yeah. that's kind of similar to like people I went to college with I was like amazed I was like how did you find people yeah yeah <laughs> well I've I mean, been sitting in my apartment for five years and we're all clearly do not seem to want we, we don't we're not yeah. like we I mean again yeah. and they have their own careers too it's not like they're only having a family oh, but that was something yeah. that was very important to have very soon and that's also okay. <laughs> I think I think that's the thing, right? If you have a goal and you meet someone who also has that goal, you're both willing to put in the work. Creepy neighbors. <laughs> There's like, what did I do? <laughs> I heard noise. I got scared. <laughs> to put in the work to like make a relationship work, and I think that's something that we haven't really discussed today because I mean the inherent part of breakup is deciding that you're not willing to put in the effort anymore, and I think there are times when that is certainly the case, but there are also times when you need to just keep putting in the effort because not putting in the effort is like defeating the point of what you're trying to do every day gina seems to have a lot of thoughts she's not expressing okay so i'm in a weird situation where i did not try like the this thing i'm in now the dude legit left he was a carpenter for my apartment he left his number in my fucking door i texted him like i didn't go out i didn't do anything sheer luck uh so and it's been several months now, and, like, my family, I finally, like, mentioned to my family that I'm seeing somebody, but, like, no, it's not serious, because he has children, and I'm not getting into that shit. He's recently divorced. It's a whole mess. Anyhow. And it's really nice. <laughs> like, it's nice to not, to have something there, but it's not a, it's not a relation, like, it, it, I wouldn't call, I wouldn't call him my boyfriend. I wouldn't, like, say... No, if somebody asked me out, I'd think about it. I'd be like, I want to like make sure he knows this, but I, and so the fact that like, there's just been this set of categories, like I don't fit into any of those right now. But I think it makes complete sense from what you said about your last breakup. Yeah. Like what you needed and like what you want and that's what you need and you want. And like, yeah, but then the like, you the need work someone who's, of, no, who's not work because you're in law school. Yeah. And you need sex because you like having sex. Exactly. And that's exactly what you're getting. Someone who requires very little work, but also provides you with like comfort and sex. Yeah. 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 I would say it's, I mean, it's a, it's a type of relationship, but he's not your partner. Yeah. I mean, it might not be a typical no. relationship, but I think it's still a relationship. Yeah. Cause it's not, I mean, well, also comparing to your 
last boyfriend was somebody that like we all hung out with and did mm-hmm. things with. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is different, which is fine. Mm-hmm. And even like your relationship is not a typical, it's an open relationship. Like that's mm-hmm. also not a quote unquote normal relationship. Yeah. I mean, like I, I'm, I would say I'm casually friends with my boyfriend's brother and like, we were sitting down after Halloween the other day, and he, we were all making fun of him for, like, something having to do with he had a girlfriend in town. Like, they both came down to be there for Halloween, and they were, like, sort of making fun of him about maybe hooking up with someone else. And he's like, no, no, I can never do that. And he's like, people don't do open relationships. And then he, he literally looked over at me, who and I was sitting next to my boyfriend, and he's like, except for you guys. <laughs> and it was just, like, this moment where I was like, I am really happy in this weird, like, atypical relationship because I think the whole point isn't to find a ideal. It's to find what you like. Yeah. yeah. I mean, well, that's the nice thing about relationships is that you can do what you want. You know, make it what you want. It doesn't have to be the typical, like, whatever. Especially nowadays. It's, like, the same thing. My roommate's in an open relationship with a girl, like, and she's a girl as well. And it's, like, that's normal and fine, yeah. and they both date across gender. So it's, like, that's not normal but it makes her happy and whatever makes you happy should be like what you strive for at the time it doesn't have to be your permanent it doesn't have to be your forever but whatever's making you happy in the moment as long as you like you know are happy to hear from these people (laughs) yeah as long as as you're like clear with your expectations to your partner and yeah they know what they're you and it seems like at least in these two circumstances it's pretty close Mm -hmm. so like you guys are pretty yeah i think the fact that you even like said that you would want to check in with him about maybe going on a date with another person yeah. indicates a sort of like you're trying, like you're inherently trying. Right. If you you're weren't like trying, respecting. you wouldn't but I, but I, like trying. But I'm not like I'm not doing. I'm not doing anything. I'm just. I guess I'm. I'm not sure what I'm so resistant to right now. But something yeah. about this is bothering me that I feel yeah. like we missed a while back. Like the uh, I don't know if it's the. I, I guess it's like. I don't know if it's just general sexism, but like single relationships somewhere in the middle, we have to explain it. And like part of it is like that's the purpose oh. of this podcast today. It's just like Jesus Christ. Like I don't know why I'm so like reticent or whatever. Yeah, reticent right now. It's just I yeah. I guess it's just, just that you don't being female. Like yeah. I mean, yes. what it comes really? down to. I guess my my stance is is like you have to try it everything in life to a degree. And not trying means, like, giving up on something. Like, you have to try it relationships. You have to try it keeping a plant alive. You have to try it, like, deciding whether or not to call your family. And, like, your levels of trying are always different, and the specific way you're trying is different. But, like, not trying at all is very different from trying, period. Like, I remember, you know, being madly in love with people in high school, you know, unrequited, non-existent love. And... The relationships that I ended up in because of that were me trying so hard with someone else not trying at all. Mm-hmm. And That's you never can a good position no. to be in. <laughs> but like you can tell that. You know what I mean? Like there is a specific emotion involved with someone not trying with you. And even just like having enough respect for someone to be like, maybe we should have a discussion about this before I make a decision about what I'm going to do means that you're trying to a degree. The word feels wrong to me. The word trying. The word trying feels wrong to me because it's. I know what you mean. Like yeah. it makes it seem right. like a task and not. Yeah, it makes it, and not just something you're just doing. I don't know. I well, the, okay. Let's put it this way then. Yeah, you're putting your time into it. Yeah, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be an effort, but what you put your time into, you know, and is I, the basis of what you care about. And I was gonna circle back to like with my last relationship. Why I realized I didn't want to spend as much time with that person. That's yeah. when I knew it was right. over. Like. I guess we can say trying, we can say chore, we can say all these things. Yeah. And I but don't mean to be a semantic dick about this. Yeah, <laughs> like, no. Something about like, it just sounds wrong. But for me, like, they all mean the same thing, like, yeah. in different yeah. ways, in different varying things. Like, mm-hmm. it's just a different level of putting your time in, putting, like, mm-hmm. there's, like, I, I've said this a billion times, but there's, like, some kind of, like, psych thing where, like, you wake up with this many sticks and you only have so many sticks mm-hmm. to give every day yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. or whatever. Uh, spoons, spoons. Uh, spoons. Spoon, spoon, I only theory. have sticks. I don't have spoons. <laughs> Um, spoons and it's like that kind of same thing where it's like I as being an introverted person I might have less than an extroverted person and I have to be like careful who I have two sticks I only have two sticks guys (laughs) two sticks but kind of break them into (laughs) I can't break them but 
it's just like when one once it becomes hard to like give that time that effort yeah. trying that chore to that person it's yeah. that's when it's not worth it anymore but i feel like when it's right no matter what right means to you whether it's open relationships whether it's casual dating yeah. it doesn't feel like you are wasting your time it doesn't yeah. feel like you'd rather be somewhere else yeah that's like i think that's what we're all okay. trying to say yeah. to flip this like, singledom is the same thing, too. Okay. Where, like, yeah. when you feel like you're wasting your time with yourself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> can you no, just, can you just get out yourself. of my house? <laughs> and it's, that is a thing. Has anybody ever thing. Felt, okay, you guys have felt that. Oh, yeah. Of course. Yeah. The, like... Actually, very, very why? Like, why? Why am I here doing nothing? You know, I, I almost never have that feeling. But you know, okay, and that, that, that says sometimes. a lot, and that's a great thing. <laughs> and I think I love us, and it's so it's true. And it's like I think again, all of us have been happy being single, and this is not like a PSA to like you need to try to get in a relationship. Yeah. It's just I think what most of our points have been is just been like mm-hmm. you have to know when it's worth it. And yeah. if you don't think it's worth it, like all these times yeah. you guys have been saying, like, I don't think it was worth it, you were probably right. Mm-hmm. It probably yeah. wasn't worth it. But I don't think it's out. Yeah, right. Same. Yeah, but when it is, like, you will know and it won't be hard and it won't be, like, a chore, as we have the word mm-hmm. we have brought up already. Mm-hmm. Um, and whatever it is for you, whether it's casual, whether it's serious, whether it's a marriage, it's it hopefully shouldn't feel like trying to. And you will want to give them your sticks. Give them your <laughs> sticks. <laughs> But not all of them. I need some. Yes. <laughs> we need a lot. We need a lot of sticks for this group. Yeah, codependency is an important <laughs> stick giving activity. Yeah, one stick for you, one stick for you. <laughs> That's yeah. actually, I think, something interesting to talk about is the idea of like going into and out of relationships in a heteronormative fashion. Right, is what we are primarily talking about today. Um, mostly based on our experience. But like also the whole idea is like, I think part of the reason I have liked being single so much and part of the reason I am so comfortable in the relationship I'm in now is because I inherently have this amazing group of friends that I can rely on for a lot of like the emotional shit that, that like relationships air quotes provide. You know what I mean? We, we, collectively are like a full service boyfriend <laughs> except for the except sex for yeah. <laughs> we can't provide sex yeah. but everything else we're but pretty much like, for. i have friends and a vibrator like what what are you for yeah right? my oh, friends have gotten me vibrators so like basically full service yeah yeah, yeah. so that, that's very true like what do i need anyone else for <laughs> no it's so. true having a good base and also yeah. having a good base with yourself which again i think all starts with friends like yeah. truly mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, <laughs> but it's like having that. Like, hopefully, you're, I think an, an ideal relationship your significant other shouldn't be your only quote unquote crutch. Like, you should yeah. have your friends, you should have yourself, you should have your family. Yeah. Who like, if you know, if anything were to fail, you'll have someone else to help you. Yeah. Yeah. Human beings are social creatures, and I think about this a lot. This idea of like community being something that we're sort of diverging from in, like, the way that our culture has progressed. Like, the idea of, you know, heteronormative couples who have children, who live alone, who, like, have a yard and 100 square feet away from anyone next to them. And we don't talk to our neighbors and things like that. Um, I think that's all a symptom that's, like, pushing us into the monogamy sphere, honestly. Mm, like, not ex- not exclusively, but, like, monogamy in a way, or, like, the idea of, like, having a forever partner more specifically is developed in the last couple hundred years. You know, it's not necessarily something that we've always done. And I think part of the reason we do that is we've lost part of the community that we used to have when we lived in more tribal groups. And yeah, that's really interesting to think about. I may have watched a little bit of a documentary, but I felt these things before I watched the documentary. <laughs> <laughs> what would you say, um, just to argue that a little bit, when yeah. we had more of the bigger groups, didn't it benefit? I guess like seeing some of those groups that still happen in parts of the country, it's more like, more wives than more husbands, though. That I'm not, like, specifically that sure about because I think you're right. There is that whole weird polyamory, patriarchy bullshit. But, like, I think there was also, like, I know that there were Native American tribes that it wasn't really, like, you had a partner necessarily. Like, everybody just kind of fucked everybody and the kids were all just kind of raised collectively. Uh, yeah. See, that, that I don't mind. It's, it's more of like when it is like, yeah. A harem situation. Like, yeah. That, yeah. that I'm and like, I, I think, you know, like there, the we, can't, yeah. we can't do that thing where we like think of ancient peoples as ideals because every person in every society and every human being has different Oh, yeah, yeah. There are, there's issues and everything. But like, oh, yeah, I think yeah. it's important to remember that I think 
monogamy is inherently a search for connection and there are plenty of ways to find connection. That's all I guess I'm saying. Maybe we should wrap up. Oh, yeah, what yeah. a good wrap up. I yeah. Think we kind of had a last good yeah. last few moments. Yeah, I mean like the she basically wrapped it up. But I just like up. I just wanted to say basically like single in a relationship somewhere in between there's like be enjoy where you are. Yes. You know, there's and yeah, don't lovely things to explore. Don't, don't put your sticks yeah. where you don't want them. <laughs> listen, listen to good music in all of the stages of life. Yeah, that's nice. Stick all right. For you stick for you. <laughs> okay, yes, it's time. All right, oh, Hannah, take us away. For my haiku. Well, I wrote this story in the beginning, so it's not as stick related. About stick? <laughs> stick? Sorry. Like, that came that came really fast now. at the end. <laughs> <clears throat> seeing you is hard, but not seeing you is too. I can't do this chore. Oh, so dark. That's, oh, even on that's, dark so that's truly like my relationship. Then. <laughs> just send that to anyone you want to break up with. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Right, good. Okay. Bye. 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 <laughs> Thanks for listening, y'all. You can find us on all the places. Please subscribe and keep listening. Our website is throbbingmembersonly.com. Twitter and Insta are throbbers only. Please check us out. Thanks for listening. Oh.